0: The abnormal Christian. I am Brad Mason. I am here with my wonderful wife Natasha Mason. <laughs> Hello. And there she is. She was clearing her voice, and I think she tickled herself. So, um, so that's what's going on with that. Anyway, we're glad that you are back with us. We're glad to be back on the podcast. Um, podcasting again. We haven't done one in quite a uh, quite some time. I think.
1: A oh, long time. A
0: couple months, if we had to be honest. Oh, I
1: think it's been more than a couple months.
0: No, it's been a couple months. It's probably okay. Been- Okay. 4 or 5 months. That's so, not That's just a couple, right? It's only a few. So, okay. uh we've been out of the podcast loop for a while. Our uh listening uh um, audience has diminished uh, substantially. Um I think the last episode we did or, or the last really good month we had, we were like at um 6,000 listens. Uh, generally this podcast episode is just going to be an update on kind of where we're at and what's going on in our lives a little bit. Um and we're hopefully going to Get into um, returning how we're going to return to the podcast um, and get back to uh, get back to the study of the Book of Acts, which we haven't finished at all, um, and get back to a regular pace of podcasting again.
1: Everyone is anxiously awaiting. I'm
0: sure they are. Um, so anyway, um, we are, and I'm saying I'm a lot. We are back mostly, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so we've had, and I know everybody's had a difficult year uh, with coronavirus and all the things that are going on. Um, and it's really affected our lives, too. A lot of things have changed for us, and um, some things you may not know about. We'll talk a little bit about what has been going on and what God has been doing for us. Um, so earlier, I want to say earlier this summer, um, uh, this story kind of goes back a little bit. I'll go back a, a little bit further than that. So a couple of years ago, um, uh, we have children. We've made that known on the podcast before. I we have a plethora like a, a
1: couple of months but yeah. like five
0: <laughs> yeah okay so there's five so there's five of them um and we've uh, enjoyed our children the lord has blessed us with um and we've had a wonderful time having them here um i think on one episode we talked about a little bit of the difficulties we were having with some of them being away from us and um and really missing them and not you know them not being here and they're still not here we were able to go and visit uh, my two sons in the summertime And uh, we still miss them a lot. So, you know, in prayer, we're asking that God would work that situation out to where, um, you know, they might come back home with us. Um, So, anyway, that's kind of been going on. Um, But a couple years ago, and this is a big story, so I'll try and keep it condensed as much as possible. Um, My daughter, who was, was she 13 at the time? 12, something like that? Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Middle school. She was in public school in middle school, seventh grade. Um, Yeah. Well, it started in sixth grade. She got in middle school into sixth grade um, and started hanging out with some kids who really had negative opinions about uh, their parents and their teachers and really um, Christianity as a the whole. Bible. Yeah, they were really... Um, really influential in her life about how the Bible wasn't real and and God wasn't real and and Christians are hypocrites and liars and false and all these things, you know, all these different things. Um, And we didn't know. I didn't know any of that was going on. Uh, We had no clue that that influence was in her life. Um, I think we had um, uh, went through her text messages on her phone and I was really upset. Well,
1: I encouraged you because... My husband is a precious peach, and he doesn't think anything bad can happen. But right, which is fine. But you know, no, sometimes and, and, if you well, feel like something's going on, you gotta.
0: True, uh, but you know, as as I have always been, if you know me, uh, people who know me, I've always been very um, uh, scripture oriented. I've, I've wanted my life centered around what God is doing, and um, and I've really tried to raise my kids that way. I you honestly think you think that your children are. Um, this really reminds me of Samuel. But you think your children are raised in an environment to where you're teaching them the right things to do. And they're going to choose that lifestyle, right? And and, I, and I'm, I'm going to bring Samuel into this just as a quick. Well,
1: like, like you think you can give that to your children through osmosis, but right. maybe aren't as um, attentive to
0: correct doing the things. And the Lord, you know, like I said, the Lord had shown me this. I was studying, uh, still reading through uh, 1 Samuel. And when Samuel was a boy, his mother took him to the temple, and she she left him there, and she dedicated him to the Lord because that was her promise. And he grew up in the temple, and he lived there, and he saw you know all the temple um, services and all the uh, the priests, the things they were doing. He he saw what was going on, um, but the Bible says he didn't know God until he was uh, a little bit older. I think probably in his teens, um, but he didn't even know God. He lived there, and he was surrounded by all the uh, the acts of worship and all the things, the sacrifices and. Uh, but he had no knowledge of god and so i think we look at it the same way in our lives and we have to be careful with that especially with our kids because uh, we kind of feel like well i'm you know i pray i'm i'm talking to the lord i'm spending time in his word and i'm getting to know him more and you know this is going to eventually rub off on my kids and this is one of the arguments man this is really going all over the place but this is one of the arguments i have with people uh, somebody told me a couple weeks ago said well if you were born in a different part of the world um, the religion you were raised in would be the religion that you would adopt. and that's really pretty much true for the majority of religions in the world. It's not normal. it's not um it's not true for Christianity. and the reason is, is because the relationship with God is so personal that I can't pass it along to someone else. Now, I might be able to, you know, we might have our kids going to church all the time and they might sing in choir and they might go to Sunday school and they might do all these different things. They might do the ordinance of Christianity, but they're not- I mean, they can sit there. Correct. Um, But they're not gonna have that relationship with God, which is why false religions are so successful is because the children grow up doing all the ordinances and they have no connection with God neither do their parents. So what looks like honest religion to them is whatever their parents do. Well, they obviously know this, and, and there's that hollowness that's left because you don't have that relationship. So anyway, that's the long version of that. Um, she had come out, and I, and I had found these text messages, you know, and um, I was really upset with what I was reading, really upset. And um, we had a conversation about it, and the conversation was not very pleasant. Um, I think I was very upset um, because she had told me and Natasha basically that uh, she didn't believe in God anymore. And it was just this idea that I don't I don't believe it. I don't care. It's not true. It's not real. And it It, came from this.
1: It wasn't that she was professing to be agnostic is that she was there is no God. And she she really didn't care.
0: Correct. And and I think as a you know, as a Christian father, you're like, Man, you know, if you're listening to this and you've got kids, you're probably like, How do I deal with that? What do I do? What do I say? You know, I I think I struggle with that because I'm a very um I want to convince you. This is what most people want We want to convince people that God is real. We want to have that moment to where I say something that triggers this in their heart that says, Man, I was wrong, he's right, God is real you know, so you want that. And as a parent, it's easy to be uh pushy and, and it's easy to be very pushy on intrusive. that. Intrusive. Yes. And to, to want to prove your point to someone. And so I felt like that was kind of what we were. Um, I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to avoid that because I know how that is. It's, it's one of those things where you're going to push somebody away, even though you're trying to tell them the right thing to do. Um, and you're trying to raise them correctly and you want to encourage them in the truth. Um, it, it really becomes this thing of, uh, I'm afraid if I say too much, I'm going to push them away. And so, we you know at times we had our disagreements i mean over the last 2 or 3 years we've had our disagreements and we've um, we, me and her argued a few times, and there's been a few times where I told her, no, I'm not talking about this specific subject or whatever it was anymore, because it wasn't, it wasn't doing anything, right? We had taken her uh, out of the public school, and we put her in the Christian school, because we both, me and Natasha, both went to Christian school. And um, and we really felt like a lot of the negative influence that she had in the public school was going to be... Um,
1: Fostered. Correct.
0: It's going to be less of that in a, in a Christian environment. You're going to have more teachers who are, who are probably going to teach uh, the Word of God. Bible classes, chapel, all those things that, you know, that honestly, I wish all my kids would have been in from the get go, but you, it's expensive, you know, that's the real root of it.
1: And at the time we had all five with us, so it was not feasible.
0: No. And, um, so a lot of things happened, um, with my sons going away for a while and it really opened up time. We started praying every day. We were praying that uh, we would God would use this time to really...
1: Well, I mean, before the boys left, we, we prayed that God would work the situation out. <clears throat> and at the time when the boys left, we were heart sick. But in retrospect, it gave us time to um, really focus on... Our daughter.
0: Correct. So um, they're, you know, and they've gone and they're living with their mother currently. Um, All the kids we have, we have a blended family. We've been honest about that. Uh, We come from different relationships. I've had uh, different children uh, with uh, my kid's mom. Um, I don't even know the way of saying it. I ain't saying baby mama. Um, but anyway, so my sons are you know away from us, and they're living with their mom right now. And anyway, so over this period of time, we had uh, different things going on. I remember um, the principal of the school had called and said there were some negative things. You know, Even though she was in the Christian school and she's in a Christian environment, you want to think those things are going to have a positive effect, and they're going to change your heart immediately. And they didn't, I'm going to be honest mm, with you. It she didn't. raged
1: against it for a little Absolutely.
0: bit. Absolutely. Um, she was having depression issues and some um, suicidal type thoughts and things of that nature and um, really discouraging because you feel like, you know, as as a Christian father, you know, the answer, we know the answer, you know, the answer. Um, to life's problems, you know the answer to uh, sickness, and you know the answer to we know the answer to everything. And so, but there's no way you can force somebody to accept that they have to come to that on their own because the Holy Spirit of God has to convict a person. So anyway, I remember I went and sat with the principal in his office, and he had um, he brought in one of the ladies who was a teacher there, and they were just kind of explaining to me what was going on, and uh, and I think I knew more about what was going on than they did uh, at the time, um, and so. I was pretty upset. I remember I... um,
1: Well, we thought that they were going to immediately kick her out.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, some of the stuff... And to their
1: credit, because a lot of Christian schools would have.
0: Yeah, they didn't, and that was fantastic. And and we prayed that they wouldn't, uh, because we know the impact that it can have on somebody's life. So um, I was sitting there with them with the principal and uh, the school teacher lady and uh, I remember uh, I just broke down I was just crying and I was saying you know I just I'm upset as a father because I don't want to lose my daughter to the world and I don't know how to change that you know there's I don't know how you change that and and honestly this story is repeated I couldn't tell you how many people around the world have to deal with this there's a scripture where Jesus said you're gonna have to forsake your mother and your father and your brother and your sister you're gonna have to forsake these people and follow after me and if you can't do that then maybe you're not even worthy of following after me and it really puts you in that position when you have somebody that you love who says I don't want to believe that I don't want nothing to do with that and you have to say in your heart but I'm going to i'm going to continue on um, regardless of how that person feels and that's a tough thing to do because you know you you know we know god can work and do wonderful things Um, but in the moment of struggle it's hard to see that we don't see the eventual outcome all the time um, and so, anyway, so we we trudge on and we we move on with this situation, and we um you know, we kind of we prayed for her every day we started praying, I think on one of our podcast episodes, I challenged everybody to pray for thirty days and Natasha and I have not stopped praying since then we've been praying every night before we go to bed, um, we pray more often in meals and you know just random times i'm I'm praying and thanking God through the day and praying that God will do different things in our lives and in our hearts and um so we continued to pray in that and we continued to pray that uh he would continue to soften her heart and we saw it we saw little things there were little uh moments there were there were little words or there were little uh, attributes of her personality that came out and you saw this this softening you know we i remember we could see it and we prayed for that and we said lord it looks like you're softening a little bit you're starting to break down this this heart that says there is no god this hard heart that was angry and upset and, uh, and so we continue to pray in that. So we get around to, was it this year, right? Correct? Yes. So we get around to this year. And, uh, you know, uh, we have this thing. It's called Google Hangouts. I can't stand it. It drives me crazy. Natasha has always got it on her phone. It's an alert.
1: Well, because I have my notifications turned on. Correct. So I'm notified, whereas you are not. Yes,
0: I leave it off because it drives me nuts. Uh, But anyway, it's a texting thing. Um, And my daughter uses that because she doesn't have full access to her phone. I don't pay that phone bill. So she uses that to text us. Um, and I remember I was in the kitchen and I was cooking or something like that. I was yeah, cooking. I think,
1: yeah, you were cooking. Yeah.
0: And-, and Natasha, instead of telling me what Google Hangouts says, she always says Google Hangouts, Google Hangouts. <laughs> and it just I'm like, what? You know, because generally it's, it's something uh, she wants something or she's she's asking a question. And so uh, she's like, no, you need to look at Google Hangouts. And so I opened it up and, and there was like a paragraph, like a book long paragraph. And I think the only thing I ever I saw out of it to begin with was, is I don't know how to say this, but I want to be saved. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of other words under there, and I don't remember them all. But I remember I read that and it hit me. I mean, just I was dumbfounded and I I didn't know.
1: Well, I mean, because this time we were not pushing that.
0: No, we haven't pushed that. we,
1: We told her that we wouldn't. Not bring it up unless she did.
0: Correct, because honestly, I think and 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 this is a great, probably one of the better witnesses you'll have. Um, if you want to witness to somebody and you want other people to see Jesus, then live it. You know, it's easy to stand there and tell people. It's easy. And I think we absolutely should. We should absolutely share the gospel. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And you can't do that unless you tell somebody, but you've got to live it yourself. And if you're not living it yourself, people are not going to believe what you're saying. It's so easy to stand there and just say, well, you better believe you better believe and then turn around and walk away. Those are called Pharisees. And, you know, they, they told the people that you're supposed to obey the law of God and they themselves didn't keep the law. And Jesus was quick to say, you bunch of hypocrites. What are you talking about? you're not even doing it yourself and so you know we get in this situation to where we uh as believers if we want to you know we we took an approach where we pulled back some and we let the lord work but at the same time we want to stay consistent in our relationship with god that we're going to walk in this even if you don't and um and so anyway i got the we got the message and it said uh, i'm don't really know how to say this but i want to be saved and i remember i was uh just struck by it and, you know the joy of the lord was all over me because i just was so i'm like i i'm just can't believe this we haven't even really talked about this and i don't know how long and uh and i think i ran out the front door and i was just praising god because it's just it was one of those moments in your life where your prayer is answered and you get to be there you know you get to be on the receiving end of that answered prayer and not just any prayer but the prayer You know, we have, there's other people in our lives that we're praying for that they find salvation. Absolutely. Um, The very important people in our lives that we're praying for. And we we hope for that day when that prayer is answered because that's to us that's the most important thing. That's the most important prayer I think I could ever pray is, you know, we, we have a, a, some friends that are going through some sickness and very hard, difficult times, and we wish them absolute well, and we pray for them, and we pray that God would, would do something for them. But outside of salvation, that's the most important thing. They need, you know, people need salvation, and when they get that in their life, there's, you know, Everything else just pales in comparison, and uh, so for me, I was over—I was overjoyed, overexcited because this is—it it, go—it went to show that the hardest heart that I knew at the time um, could even be softened by the Word of God, by His His Spirit. And so we came back in, and um, I read the rest of the message, and we went into a room and uh, we prayed with her. And, you know, she accepted the Lord to be her savior. And I'll be honest with you, it's you you often and I know she still questions it sometimes uh, because she she wants to be sure to be sure. Um, But if you if you see her life, it's completely different than it was. She's consumed with the word of God. She's reading. She's studying. She wants to know. She's asking questions. She wants to go to you, you know, youth groups. She wants to go to church. And so um, there's this love that is growing there for the Lord that wasn't there before. Yeah.
1: And, and to be quite honest, I mean, we prayed for her every night, but we didn't daily, actively talk about it with her. No, we didn't preach it's really at her. really interesting to see that, and I told you this, I said... Whatever happens is going to have to come from someone other than us. Absolutely, and it absolutely did.
0: Right, and I th- and you know that was tough for me because I'm you know how I am. I, I we do this podcast and sometimes I get wound up and I uh, I get uh, I mean I can get wrapped up in the word man. I mean I, even now she'll ask my daughter will ask me questions and sometimes I ramble on for for a long time because it's what I love to talk about. Um, and so it was very hard to pull back and to not you know every every time she said something or she brought something up that it. kind kind of pricked at me i wanted to say something and i wanted to go at her and um, I tried to stay back on it. I tried to lay back and let the Lord do his work. And that's the main thing. We've all got these ideas and conceptions of what God, we want God to do. Hey, Lord, there's so-and-so who needs salvation. Can you do this, this, and this? And we want to lay out these guidelines for God and say, can you send this? Can you do that? Can you send? And sometimes we need to sit back and we need to say, Lord, it's in your hands. You do the work that you're going to do. Um, and I promise you, you know, it, it took a couple years. It really did. The Lord, it chipped away. It was a slow process but he got her to where he needed her to be to call her out and uh and so you know it's wonderful it's absolutely wonderful this huge wonderful thing happened and i was really excited about that and and i'm still excited about that um and i'm you never know just how overjoyed i am about that um but that was a major thing for us this year and then recently uh i've changed jobs and so uh (laughs) that's a bit scary and a big deal so went from working one job where i was um at 70 hours a week 60 70 hours a week um to a job that that honestly is is looks like it's going to be a lot better for our family situation for my my health our our time honestly for the podcast we should be able to do more uh podcasts because i'll have time to study and i won't be so tired and um, stressed. I, yeah, I prayed a lot about it, uh, spent a lot of time in prayer, uh, about three weeks looking for a job, praying that God would send me to the right place and open the right door. And, um, and I really feel like he did. I really feel like I'm in the right place right now. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of where we're at. Cause things have been going on. We've still got challenges. We've still got, uh, some hardships that we deal with every single day. Um, and we've still got these issues, but we know that God is able. He's, he's never, um, he hasn't left us yet. He hasn't forgotten about us. And and if anything in our life should prove that it's the, you know, the things that have happened um even with my daughters that God doesn't forget us. He doesn't forget. Um he always I'll tell the story one of the things we uh you know uh, I was going to do the job interview for this job that I'm at now and um We had done something a while back, and uh, we didn't know the person, and we didn't want to get involved, uh, didn't want them to know us, whatever. We paid it forward. forward. We'll
1: just say that. Well,
0: anyway, so um, the day before I had this job interview, I was really, you know, I, I wasn't completely convinced that this was the right thing and that i'm going to do the right and i don't always believe that god is going to throw a sign out there to show us something um, but at times he does and so the day before i had this job interview that night i interviewed on a thursday and this was a wednesday night um, this person calls my phone somebody i don't even know they actually said the wrong name they were looking for the wrong person it seems to happen um, but she had she mentioned what we had uh, been able to do and she said i just want you to remember that god um, he's going to He's going to take care of you he's going to um, look after you you know he, he's not going to forget what you did for me um and and, and it hit me you know immediately in my thought it was the, the the lord saying i've got this i'm going to take care of this i'll take care of your needs you know you, you worry i worry a lot sometimes and i shouldn't um but i think it's part of being a human being that we tend to worry about stuff but it was one of those deals where god is like you know i got this it's going to be okay and went in and did the interview, and, uh, and he, God had it. It worked out. And, and so it's a, it's a great thing for us to be able to, um, to walk. It's, it's tough. It's talk, tough to walk by faith and not by sight because I think we so badly want to see something. We so badly want to see God reach down his hand and point and say, go over there and do this and go over there and do that. And so, um, you know, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um so that's you know honestly right now and it's it's been a big adjustment for me because uh the current the previous job that I had was uh hundred percent wide open all the time and uh, it's work 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 and this is a a big change it's a real big slowdown um but you know god is he knows what he's doing um so we're continuing to uh you know i'm continuing to do music even though not a lot of people listen to it, it's fine, I don't care. <laughs> Um, I am going to get back to writing. I've told myself today I'm going to try and finish um, this other book that I was working on. Uh, So I've got a book I'm trying to finish and uh, some songs I'm trying to do. And really, it is more about uh, anything. And I think the older I get, the more I want to just glorify God. I just want to praise the Lord. I just want to give God the thanks for all that he does because uh, you know I'm so unworthy to deserve anything. Um, His ability to... uh, to amaze us, you know, um, he, (laughs) we should not be amazed, but I'm glad that we can stand in the awe and look at the Lord and thank him for his, his loving kindness and the way he treats us and takes care of us. So you got anything else? All right. So uh, anyway, that's just an update episode. Uh, We're going to be back with another episode and we're probably we're going to tackle some really cool uh, stuff out of Genesis. So I'm going to get into Genesis chapter one a little bit. We're going to go into uh, the study of the book of Acts next week. We're going to pick up probably I think chapter 18 is where we left off. We're going to try and finish that because I want to get that whole series done on the study of the book of Acts I want to thank everybody for listening. We appreciate you giving us your time and uh, sticking around. And we, uh, we ask that you uh, continue to spread the podcast. Pray for us. Pray that God will have his way in our lives. And uh, pray that God continues to lead us in all that we do. Uh, we'll talk to you next time.
1: Bye.